Hey guys, it's Emma and Shannon and welcome back to our podcast, She's an Engineer. Today we're going to be talking about professional dress and I guess we'll just jump right into it with what prompted this episode. So I've been on the hunt for work pants for some of my fieldwork activities for the past few months and it's just extremely difficult to find pants that fit me, that look nice, and that just serve the purpose of being durable, but also somewhat flexible for like jumping in and out of manholes. Well, not jumping, but <laughs> climbing down in manholes and like doing work. So we wanted to talk about the different types of professional dress, when to wear them, what is probably expected at uh, engineering jobs and also med school. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have been having trouble finding work pants that fit me, and I've looked at, I've tried on, like, Carhartt pants in-store and, like, browsed at all other work pants, but they just don't seem to be tailored towards women. I don't think the selection is as big as men's, um, which is just a little bit disappointing because it's still part of my work. Like, I have to go out in the field, and I've been using my hiking and climbing pants, which are really nice for hiking and climbing, but they're not as thick of a material for, you know, getting dirty when I'm doing field work. So I have not been able to successfully find work pants yet. Yeah, so the struggle continues, but I guess we'll like go through the different types of professional dress if we want to start there. Yeah, let's start with the most formal type of professional dress. That would be your business professional dress. So typically when I think of business professional, I think like for men at least, I think of like the full suit with like the tie, you know, like the mm-hmm. the white the white shirt or the the blue shirt which is typical of engineering males with, <laughs> with the with the blazer and the dress pants and nice nice shoes and a tie for females I would say like you could do the same for business professional at least for me I've done the slacks with a blazer like the matching slacks Mm -hmm. and blazer with a white button down shirt and heels typically typically heels are like more professional looking shoes so I guess like different People might have different definitions of professional looking shoes, but I typically go with a closed toe heel or a closed toe like flat or even like a short booty sometimes Mm -hmm. I think can work, especially if it's like um, black. Uh, You can also do a dress with business professional But typically for a business professional dress, I would say it has to be, like, knee length or below, like, nothing above the knees Mm -hmm. with a blazer and, like, like a pretty high neckline, usually some tights and, like, heels. I don't know if you agree with that. I do agree with that. I feel like this might be the easiest one because it's just dressed to the max. I think the the most important part is like make sure your suit is matching so your pants uh, match your blazer. And I feel like women commonly buy dress pants separately than blazers. So it's like just make sure they're at least the same color and look like they match, if not a matching set. Um, And then instead of pants, you could also wear like a professional skirt, which is also probably about knee length. 
and or a dress, but I actually have not worn a dress in a business professional setting. Yeah, some sort of heel, probably between two to three inches, or you can do flats because I have some kind of Oxford looking flat shoes that are a lot more comfortable than heels. Although I do really like heels. A lot of my comfortable heels are open toes, so I don't wear those in business professional settings, yeah. but I think this one's pretty simple. Yeah, typically what you would think of when you wear for like a conference or um, some type of like meeting or an interview, that's typically like what you would wear business professional in. Yes, and I yeah. feel like it depends on the type of interview, where exactly you're interviewing at, but it is probably on the safe side to interview in a business professional clothes or like a fancier business casual which we'll get into that one next. I think business casual is just a little more confusing. Yes, business casual is the worst. It's like my least favorite because for women, there's so like a lot of things go. I've heard different opinions on jeans or not, but I think I've kind of figured it out at this point. I normally, uh, for business casual, I still like to dress like pretty on the higher end business casual just to play it safe and I don't wear jeans for business casual unless they're like black jeans that look like almost dress pants (laughs) so I've gotten away with those a few times and then like a button-up or like nicer blouse is typically what I would wear yeah no I think I would agree with that at least for the medical school setting like a lot of times when we're doing some sort of presentation like we'll be asked to wear business casual Um, That typically entails like, you know, a nice blouse and some slacks. I think like booties are more acceptable within the business Mm -hmm. casual workwear category. And um, typically like at this point, like you would be wearing like your white coat. So like, to be honest, for med school, it's like less strict because like a lot of times you'll be wearing your white coat over something. So like that kind of hides like most of what you're wearing anyway. But in the in the professional setting, like in the workplace setting, I think sometimes you can get away with polos for business casual. It depends on the situation, though. Yes, I've seen many men get away with polos and like khakis for business casual. I don't know about that. Like, I feel like in general, I think women just have like more strict rules. Like if I think men can get away with polos, but I think Mm -hmm. women are less likely to get away with polos for business casual. And I know this is more on the aesthetic side, but I don't think polos are that flattering, at least on my body shape. I wish I could wear a polo and pull it off, but it just doesn't look good. (laughs) I like that, like, oversized polo look, but that's definitely Mm. not, like, that's, like, definitely a casual, like, look moment, you know? Um, It's not really for the professional setting it's just for me Ooh, for business casual i also wear sweaters i feel like if it's colder weather i'm probably wearing nicer pants and a sweater just because that's what i feel most comfortable in yeah i think that's pretty appropriate i i like the turtleneck with the um blazer look you know what i'm talking about oh Yes, I really like that. I actually do that a lot. I have one nice blazer and I like to, it's like black and white pattern and I have a 
like a long sleeve shirt that's a black that's black and it's like slightly turtlenecked and it is like a very classy look I think like when in doubt you know throw a blazer over something it'll look better or like a, a long blazer it depends what look you're going for but it's kind of like with your white coat that's really nice to kind of like not, not exactly cover up your outfit but make you look professional in whatever clothes you're wearing yeah so like typically at med school like we don't have we don't wear you know blazers because like that would look I think that would look really awkward if you wore a blazer and then your white coat <laughs> over the blazer but yes. you know yeah I think a lot of dresses are pretty appropriate for business casual as long as it's not like low cut I mean for my preferences I would say like something higher cut sleeveless like it doesn't really matter as if it's sleeveless like I would say like throw something over it like throw like a blazer over it or maybe even like a cardigan if it's a nicer dress yeah that's true it could be like a nicer cardigan though yes yeah yes um i don't wear dresses that often but in your opinion what's the difference between a business professional dress and a business casual dress uh okay so i have both Mm-hmm. So I would say like a business casual dress for me can be more like flouncy, if that makes sense. Is that even a word? But like it can be a little bit more like girly, like ruffly a little bit. In, and it can be like a little bit shorter. So I would say for like business casual dresses, like I tend to go for dresses that are like right above the knees, like like, not, like, shorter than that, but, like, right above the knees. Whereas mm-hmm. in business professional dresses, like, I have dresses that are, like, basically, like, calf length, if that makes sense. And it's all more, like, one color. Mm-hmm. And just very structured. Yes, it's very okay. structured. It's, like, it has... I'm thinking of a specific dress, and I, like, don't know really how to describe it. But it, it's very, like... A-line cut, you know, like, very, like, straight down, mm-hmm. and then is, like, pretty much all black. There's hints of color where it's, like, it almost looks, like, color blocked, but I would say, like, that's the only place where, like, I would be okay with having, like, you know, different colors, mm-hmm. um, whereas in my business casual dresses, I think there can be more of a print with business casual, like, an appropriate like, I would do sometimes, like, a slight, like, floral print mm-hmm. for a business casual dress. Now that you bring up prints and colors, that got me thinking. Just because women's clothes has such a wider variety of colors and prints than men's clothes, it's interesting. I mean, on one side, we have so many options, but in my brain, I kind of wish we had less options. I wish it was, I also wish it was easier to find, like, plain, neutral, professional clothes. Like, it's it's hard to just find a plain, white, like, turtleneck to put under a blazer without it being too thin. Oh, that gets me on a whole nother topic, but let me finish my thought with this one. At least with men's suits, I've only really seen black gray navy blue and then maybe one type of like funky pattern but there's like four options (laughs) and for women there's it feels like there's so many more especially with 
with like blazers there's a blazer in like pretty much any print you can imagine yeah and I do think that like in general from what I have seen like women's workwear is just like also more expensive if you want to find like things that are uh that like fit you you know that like look Mm -hmm. good on you and and fit you and are like the right size and typically like you have like you might not be the same size on top and bottom but you'll buy like so you'll buy everything separately and like I think there was one time I was trying to just look for like nice like work pants and I don't know if I was just like looking in the wrong places but I found a pair that I really liked didn't buy them because they were $150 on sale. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And another thing is I think some companies are better at this than others, but finding work pants that aren't too tight is something that I've come across. It's like a lot of women's work pants are kind of made for one particular build I typically like buying pants that are more loose for because yes. you want to be comfortable also. But mm-hmm. I, I just think that sometimes it's like kind of uncomfortable, especially like when you're buying the pants. I think you have to also consider the fact that you need to like be tucking in some sort of like blouse or or button up under it. So it needs to be like a little bit looser so that that can also be tucked in without... Um, it bulging out and looking a little weird that's true and also like belts is something that I feel like is not really well for men maybe it's business professional but I try to if I can not wear a belt with dress pants although with like the fit of women's dress pants if I need to get a bigger size to like fit my legs but like I need the waist smaller then I have to wear a belt and it I don't know if it's professional or not, but I need my pants to stay up. (laughs) That's true. Personally, like, I agree with you. Like, I don't typically wear a belt with dress pants because I just don't... Okay, I mean, that's a whole other topic where, like, (laughs) women's belts, I think, in general are not as good because, like, it's so hard for some reason to find, like, a plain belt. Yes, I... I only wear plain black belts and um, normally when my belt starts to wear, I've been getting them from the thrift store, which maybe isn't the best option, but it's like the easiest place, the cheapest place to get belts. So whenever there's any type of wear on my belt, I just start scoping it out at every thrift store and it will take me a while to find the perfect one. Yeah, there's just so many that have like weird like I don't embellishments on the mm-hmm. belt loop or something. The belt buckle is like gaudy. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I'm like, I just need like a plain, like, does anyone sell plain clothes anymore? <laughs> I think that's like the question. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have any advice for people on how to find like a good, like business casual outfit. I'd say like, honestly just keep or even business professional just keep trying things on until like you find something that works unfortunately yeah it's taken me a while I'm still trying to grow my business casual wardrobe because it's so hard you'll find like one piece at a time and it slowly comes together over the years but the hardest part was when we were in college and it's like oh you need to dress business casual and it's like I don't 
I don't know what that is. I don't know if I have anything and then having to buy stuff last minute. Oh, but there's one other thought I had on blouses. And a lot of women's blouses are like kind of see-through or translucent and it it bothers me and that's why normally I'll stick to button-ups because at least Mm -hmm. button-ups are a little bit of a thicker material and you don't have to wear like an undershirt or anything underneath of it and then you can wear it with dress pants but I don't understand why they can't make blouses especially white ones even white button-ups like why can't they make them a thicker material or not see-through I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I, like, almost every single blouse, I either have to wear, like, some type of, like, white tank top or something. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, an undershirt, like, underneath it. And I'm like, why do I have to do this? But I know exactly, like, the type of shirt you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it's, like, those, like, it's, like, the one that looks almost like a, an accordion for the oh, blouse. yeah. It's, like, almost floral print sometimes, and it's, like, high-necked, and a lot of people wear the same thing. I do like button-ups a little bit better, but personally for me, I don't know. For some reason, I've found that, like, men's button-ups fit me better, mm. but they're too long, and, like, the sleeves are also too long. So, like, for them to fit me, like, perfectly, I would have to get them, like, tailored. But in in general, like, I don't know why. I just like men's button-ups better than women's button-ups. I think they're sturdier. Yes, and I really hate some women's shirts tops do this, is where they tailor it, like, in to your waist and, like, back out. And I don't like that. I just want, like, a straight cut. And that's why men's button-ups and t-shirts I like the look of it if they could just make that in women's sizes that'd be perfect I know the thing is like I don't have that type of body where like my body just like goes straight in at the waist Mm -hmm. so I think like that's what maybe why like men's work better also I just I just think like they like last longer for some reason because they're made of a thicker material I don't know yeah so in summary (laughs) business casual button-up blouse sweater and like you could wear dress pants black jeans or a skirt or you could go the dress route and yeah it's gonna it's gonna take a while to build this part of your wardrobe and I think it's worth paying to get like particular pieces tailored because it's gonna be it might cost you a little bit more, but it's going to be so much less of a headache because <laughs> it'll take forever to find like the perfect pair of dress pants. So if you need to, you know, get them tailored in at the waist or like the length, um, that's probably your best bet. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we move on to engineering casual? This is yes. like, I think, one of my favorite <laughs> category. <laughs> Yes, but I think entering the workforce, especially during my first internship, I didn't know this existed. I don't know if this is the formal name too, but I just decided to add it because engineers have their own dress code. Um, And I don't know if any other professions, they might have something similar, but engineering casual is so interesting because it's like, slightly a step down from business casual you can normally wear jeans and um maybe if you do have a weird in between of like 
a blouse and a t-shirt. If you have a nicer like professional t-shirt, you can also wear that in engineering casual. And this is also where you can wear polos. I feel like they're very accepted here. Yes, polos are definitely accepted in the engineering casual category. This is actually like engineering casual is actually I think what I wore basically for both of my co-ops or maybe Mm -hmm. at least one of my co-ops. I wore like almost exclusively engineering casual unless I had like a presentation or like a really important meeting. Also, it was because we wore like steel-toed boots. So Mm -hmm. and like we had to be like out in the plant. So like jeans were kind of necessary in this scenario. I would say also for engineering casual like I think khakis are also a little more accepted here yes for men and women Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I've also seen like other engineers though just like show up to work in not even like a nice (laughs) t-shirt just like Mm -hmm. a graphic tee and khakis and like call it a day which I guess it depends on like what kind of office you work in yes which depends civil engineering and then types of engineering like chemical or um other types that work in like an industry maybe even industrial like they probably have the most laid-back dress code where t-shirts are acceptable but like civil engineering a lot of the times you'll be doing office work and going out in the field so you need something that's versatile and uh that's that's really hard but i remember my first day Um, at my first internship after my sophomore year of college and I wore a nicer-ish button-up but it was still like blousey material and black jeans and I thought I was dressing down and I I came in I'm like oh my gosh is this is this like too informal to wear the first day of my internship and my boss is like you know you don't have to dress that nice here (laughs) like you can wear jeans and not exactly t-shirt but you know just a step up and I was like oh wow, I don't know what this is. Like, I don't have anything to wear now. (laughs) Like, I would rather have it be a little bit fancier than this weird in-between casual, engineering casual that no one really knows what is going on. (laughs) There's no, like, formal definition for engineering casual. It's just, like, whatever your workplace allows. Mm -hmm. So typically, like, in this scenario, I, I I do reach for a polo because I do think that's, like a good you know in between mm-hmm. yes yeah. so kind of depends on the workplace and then it gets into probably i think this is the only other type of dress that you'll have to wear at work which is for field work and um, my second internship was completely all field work and surprisingly i'm really i don't understand why i did this but i wore like comfortable jeans every single day to go do field work and then we had a work t-shirt that was with our like company name on it but I wore jeans to do field work now I I kind of don't wear jeans because jeans are kind of my nicer clothes so I have my (laughs) one pair of hiking pants that I wear for field work typically when I do think of field work I think of like for some reason like cargo pants yeah yeah. And I don't know if it's just not the type of person I am to have, like, cargo pants or 
any type of like zipper off pants in my in my wardrobe but like I started off saying in this podcast I want to get Carhartts or like Dickies or some work pant but it's just hard to find something that fits me um so yeah we'll we'll see what happens (laughs) I do like Dickies I will say that I did wear Dickies a lot Mm -hmm. um in one of my co-ops because we did have to like you know go out and actually do things like in the plant I think they're like relatively comfortable like not that expensive but I think I got the wrong size because I think I got it in like junior sizing and that was a mistake oh but that could work for some people that was something I looked into like Carhartt kids (laughs) but they were I don't think they went up to exactly my size but if you're a taller woman Carhartts might fit you really well they just even in their smaller size were so long (laughs) and the waist wasn't exactly right so it was not flattering would have been awful to tailor um yeah those are much much more difficult I think to tailor in especially at the waist I think mm -hmm. it's like probably would be fairly easy or like easier to get them hemmed so if they were too long but they had fit you at the waist and that would be fine right yes Something else I've considered, depending on your type of field work, is if you get like Carhartt or some other thicker uh, material overalls, that might be a good option too. Um, yeah, but I don't know if exactly what I'm doing. I would need overalls because I already have to put like waders over my pants and like outfit. So it would be a lot. It'd be really thick and warm. So don't think I need that. But they are cute. Yeah, that is true. Well, Good luck with finding those. I'm sure you'll find something eventually. Like we said, it's a process, right? Like it takes a while. Yeah. I think we kind of touched on this as we were explaining all the different types of dress codes that we've encountered, but I guess we'll talk a little bit more about what we are expected to wear at work slash school. Currently, my company, it's kind of engineering casual but it's not as casual as the other places I've worked at here a lot of people do dress more business casual especially if you're going to a client meeting with like one of the nearby cities because they dress a lot nicer at their offices so we like dress to their standards if we're going out and then in the office I commonly wear jeans and a nicer shirt so it's probably engineering casual yeah Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, at school, though, I would say that uh, on a typical day where I'm just, like, going to lecture or if I just have things to do at school that aren't, like, professional-esque or we're not, like, required to be dressed, like, business casual, um, I typically, like, wear what you would think, like, a student would wear in, like, undergrad. Mm-hmm. Uh always bring a sweatshirt or something because it's so cold in the school and I'll wear like you know leggings sneakers and like a t-shirt like no one is there I mean do people do dress nicely sometimes school depends on like your vibe yeah but yeah it depends on like what you have going on that day as well so like there are certain days like we're meeting patients or we're doing some sort of like community outreach thing where we do need to be dressed nicer So we'll, like, it'll be, like, business casual, so, you know, button up Mm -hmm. with, like, slacks. And always bring your white coat. Mm, So whenever I'm at the clinic, I always bring my white coat. Just throw that over, like, you know, your 
more professional outfit and you're you're pretty much good to go (laughs) yes i have one more kind of funny story and then we might wrap this episode up so i didn't think my company did casual fridays so probably a few months after i started working so maybe two months ago we had a new employee come in and he was like going around and meeting everyone and doing the introductions and i think he had been working for the company for maybe a few weeks virtually or maybe just been doing field work so this was his first day in the office but he wore shorts and i know he tends to do more field work type stuff but he wore shorts on his first day to the office and i remember being a little confused like you know, you could see him approaching and I couldn't see his shorts because we were all in cubicles. I'm like, okay. And then he like walked into my cubicle and I'm like, he's wearing shorts. What's wrong with him? Why did he do that? Um, So anyways, that kind of went untouched. No one really talked about it until I think he started in the office on a Monday. And on that Friday, one of the senior male engineers in our company was coming over to talk to someone who was like in the cubicle right next to me and um I would like to mention that the the newer guy he was wearing probably more of like a khaki short like a, a sturdier short not that that makes not much like a of a difference short. not like a basketball short exactly <laughs> and so when the senior engineer came and like passed my cubicle he was wearing basketball shorts like a middle-aged man wearing basketball shorts to the office and the the person he was going to see she was so funny she like turned around and she's like what are you wearing like you're wearing shorts in the office and he's like hey if the new guy can do it I can do it too and he's like it's casual Friday and and the person he was talking to was like, well, casual Friday means like jeans, not shorts. <laughs> and for some reason, I just couldn't stop laughing because that the image of him wearing basketball shorts. Oh, man, it was it was good. It was pretty funny. I feel bad for laughing. No, don't don't feel bad. It is kind of funny. I don't think I have ever encountered someone wearing basketball shorts to a job unless they work like at the gym Mm -hmm. um but that's really funny yeah i haven't Um, seen him in shorts since then so i think maybe he was a little humiliated or embarrassed (laughs) maybe he got the message yeah (laughs) that's so funny Mm -hmm. okay um i think we should just like wrap this up because Guys, you know what's coming in two weeks? Our one-year anniversary. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't believe it's already been one year. It, it feels like, I don't know, time has gone by slow and fast during this pandemic. I, I don't know anymore, but we've been doing podcasts consistently every two weeks for a year, so... I know. <laughs> I'm, like, impressed with ourselves. Like, it mm-hmm. started off with just, like, an idea that we had when we were, like, talking over the phone one day. Mm-hmm. And here we are one year later. <laughs> so if you want to learn more about maybe the behind the scenes on how we plan, edit, film these podcasts and where our motivation, inspiration comes from and some details, then tune in next week for our one-year anniversary episode.
Yeah. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye.